Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week, we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Ah, uh, yeah! Ladies and Gentlemen, goalies from around the world, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rap Podcast. I am your host, Coach Damon Wilson. We had a couple week break. I had to do some traveling for work, but we are back in full force with Coach Bill Pilot, who's been running goalie camps probably longer than anyone that I know, and certainly at a more massive scale. So it is no joke to say that Coach Bill Pilot has coached the most goalies on this planet. And in this podcast, in this conversation with him, we get to tap into that knowledge and see what he's up to these days in terms of innovative techniques and innovative drills and just mental things that he is working with his goalies, uh, both at the collegiate level, but also at the youth level at his camps. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Coach Bill Pilot. Before we get started with Coach Bill Pilot, I want to read a word from the show sponsor, and that is my own online Lax Goalie Rat Camp. So Coach Bill Pilot runs a series of live lacrosse goalie camps, and those are great. But what if you can't make it? And that's where my camp comes in. It's an online camp that you can go through, a series of videos that's going to teach you the technique, it's going to teach you the mental mindsets, it's going to teach you the exercises, the drills, everything you need to know to be a goalie. And then it's on you to get out there and put in the work. So check out the online Lax Goalie Rat Camp, laxgoalierat.com slash goal. It's laxgoalierat.com slash goal. Well, great. My next guest on the Lax Goalie Rat podcast is Coach Bill Pilot. Bill, welcome to the show. Damon, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I would love to hear the story about how you started playing goalie, Coach. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good one, right? Everybody has a funny story. Well, <clears throat> for me, um, I had two older brothers. My brother Bob was a great uh, defenseman at Montclair High School in New Jersey, and um, he graduated high school in class of '75. So, you know, I started going to his games when I was in like middle school and stuff. And, and then my other brother John was a, a goalie, and he was class of '76. So they got to play together, and and you know, so I watched those guys. So I guess I was probably destined to be on the defensive defensive end of the fields with those two guys and um you know I started out wanting to score goals and and be a midfielder I, I actually I think I wanted to be a face-off midfielder um but I really wasn't the fastest runner so that didn't look too good but what really sealed the deal for me is we had um you know junior league lacrosse was just kind of starting up uh you know way back in the 70s there and um the coach said okay first practice we got all the midfielders come over here and you know like 50 boys went over there and he said all right defensemen come over here and you know 35 guys went there and attack come over here and 100 guys went over there and and he said goalies go over here and there was one one kid was over there so I said I'm going over there because I think I got a better chance to play so that that's where I went and that's pretty much ever since that's awesome. That's a great story. And, uh, you know, at, at that young age and, and way, way back when, how did you go about learning the position? Well, I was lucky, you know, I had my brothers that helped me a lot. My brother, Bob, the fenceman was a great stick handler and he really taught me how to stick handle. And my other brother, John was a goalie who was pretty much, he was taught by the high school coach. We had great coaches back then, Gil Gibbs at Montclair and Homer Robinson with two legends in New Jersey lacrosse and so he kind of taught me some stuff and and then <clears throat> I, I made up a whole bunch of stuff myself things I still use today that you know I, I found that I was having trouble with this you know whatever certain skill it was so I'd make up a drill to work on it so you know when we talk about drills later I can tell you some of those and so I, I made up a lot of stuff myself and and then when I got to high school um, I had a really good goalie coach I was lucky I had Dean Witte who's a great friend of mine and um he was a goalie in college which was super so uh he he really took me under his wing starting sophomore year of high school and he he I always say that uh Dean Witte scored more goals on me than any player in history because he warmed me up every day so 
he was a great a great coach. He's a great goalie coach today too. So he's worked my camps a couple times. So I definitely want to give him credit. Nice. You know, well, for a lot of goalies out there, even many that have been on this podcast, myself included, you know, the way we learned the position was through you. Um, you know, you, you've got the coach pilot, the goalie school camps, 25 years running, uh, you know, head coach at Roanoke for, I, you know, 28 years. Uh, so I wanted to thank you for all that instruction you put out because uh, when a lot of people, you know, back in, I played college ball in 2000, uh, went looking for stuff online on how to be a goalie. Uh, you you had some great videos and great drills. So I wanted to thank you for that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It makes me feel really good, you know, and <clears throat> like anything, it, you know, that you're going to be successful at, it was a labor of love for sure with the instruction and all that stuff. I mean, I didn't make the videos uh, to make money per se. I, I made the first video because so many people were calling me and emailing and asking for drills and you know, after I sent out like 10 of the same pretty much note, I said, I'm just going to make a video and then I can just tell people just get the video. They're all there. And so yeah. it's been great for me. And, the, you know, the camps were the same thing. It was it was because I wanted to help and instruct people, not not to make money. Of course, you know, if you're going to spend your time doing something, you'd like to make a little bit of money. But the goal was I love to teach and and help other people where where they needed it. And as you know, goalies definitely need that instruction. So I'm, I'm honored that I've had so many goalies come through the camps and met so many goalies and stuff like that. It's been great. Yeah. You know, with the goalie school, such long running, uh, I mean, you've probably coached more goalies than anybody on the face of the earth. That's probably fair to say. What, what is your coaching <laughs> philosophy, uh, for, for coaching goalies? You know, you, you get a young kid, young ball of clay, you know, how do you go about morphing them into an elite goalie? Yeah. And, you know, and the philosophy changes a lot. It's funny, um, you know, with me, I've, I've taught everywhere from beginning goalies, to just picking up a stick to elite top world team, you know, first team, all American in division one and world team pro goalies, all that stuff. Uh, and it changes, you know, the philosophy changes kind of based on where the goalie is at, but you know, the, the overall philosophy, when you get a young guy just starting, I mean, the thing we talk about is, is first with a young guy is having fun. And, you know, lacrosse is supposed to be fun. That's why I tell my college team all the time, you know, when, when guys are, are so serious, I'm like, we want to have fun out here or else why, why would we do this? And, and being a goalie is really strange because you talk about having fun, but, you know, if you're saving... 60%, which is pretty good, you know, that means 40% of the time you're probably not having fun because you're letting goals in. So not only do you want to have fun in making saves, you want to have fun clearing the ball and leading the defense and, and just being part of a team. I stress that at my camps a lot that, you know, the goalies, sometimes we feel very individual and isolated, but you're part of a team when, when lose or draw, you're part of that team. And that, that really should be fun, you know, for a goalie. And so we talk about that a lot because, Unlike other positions, you know, attacking, you get slashed once in a while and defensemen get beat once in a while. But, you know, for us, when, when the ball goes past us as a goalie, everything stops, everything comes to a halt and, right. and you have to be able to deal with that, you know? So, so with young guys, we talk, I, I try to talk about that right off the bat. Like, listen, fellas, there's going to be some, some pain. And, and I'm not just talking about, you know, bruises. There's going to be some emotional pain when, when you feel bad. So first of all, we got to make sure you're okay with that. And, and then we kind of go from there. So I think that's a big, big part of the philosophy of um, talking about what's going to happen to you as a goalie and then how do you deal with that? And then, okay, now let's, let's start working on the skills. Yeah, that's a great point. Something I've talked about on the show quite a bit, having fun. Um, and, you know, when you, when you talk about skills too, and we'll get into the technical piece in a second, it, it, um, they're much better when you're having fun because when you're having fun, you're in a loose state, you know, you're not tensed and uptight. Uh, and it just turns you into a better goalie. Uh, and lacrosse oh, yeah, is a yeah. game, right? I mean, he should be having fun. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard. It's not, you know, it's not always fun. You know, same thing I tell with my college guys, you know, we're doing sprints, we're doing these tough drills. Those aren't fun. But in order to perform at a higher level later on, you do those things now so you can really have fun later. And goalies kind of, a microcosm of that. And, and it, it's a fun activity. You want to keep it that way, but, but the goalie is such a unique, and you know, in every sport too, it's not just lacrosse, but um, 
hockey, soccer, all that stuff. And, um, but, the, but the sports where you give up the most goals, you know, hockey, soccer, lacrosse, uh, obviously lacrosse scores are higher. And, you know, with, with the time or shot clock and stuff, they might even get higher. So we have to be ready for it. And, and it, it's a, it's a factor because, you know, we don't want to talk about it, but a lot of kids have quit goalie probably because they're not having fun. And, and, and it's, it's admittedly so that you are not going to have fun, uh, when goals go past you, that is not going to be fun. Yeah. How do you, you know, if you see a kid on your team, Roanoke, or you know, maybe a young kid not having fun, what, what sort of pep talk do you give them? I mean, how, how, do you, how do you coach someone to have fun? Yeah, and that's an individual thing with, you know, some, some people can brush things off a little easier, so you got to kind of work on that a little bit. But, I mean, the main thing to me, and the main thing with confidence, you know, when the, one of the mo- most things I hear about my camps, when kids come to my camp, the parents say, he just has so much confidence now, so much more confidence. And again, that's going to breed fun and feeling good. And, mm-hmm. and, and confidence comes from knowledge. You know, so you give somebody knowledge like, hey, when the shot comes here, you're supposed to do this. Well, they didn't know that. So you give them that knowledge and all of a sudden say, oh, OK, I got it. And knowledge plus practice. You know, if you get the knowledge and then you keep practicing, you're going to get confidence. And and having fun is a result of, in my opinion, uh, knowledge. So we start right off the bat. The knowledge is, hey, you're going to get nailed with a shot. And it's going to hurt. And that's OK. It, it, you know, even the best goalies, it, it hurts. You know, shins don't hurt as much as, you know, soft muscle tissue. We know that as goalies, but but it all kind of hurts. And and then when the goal goes in, you're going to feel bad. So that's okay to feel bad, but what you want to do is channel your energy in a positive way. You forget about the last shot and start to refocus on, on what's coming up. So again, you give them those skills, those coping skills. Uh, and also that the other thought that it, everything's okay. Everything's going to be all right. Okay. And we talk at camp all the time, like, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen to a goalie? And they say, Oh, give up a goal. And I, and I say, well, there's something worse than that. And some of them guess, some don't, but okay, you give up a goal in overtime. That's pretty bad. And then I always say, well, there's something maybe even worse than that. And most of the guys, some guys will come up with it, but you know, you score on yourself. So that's, <laughs> that's three awful things for a goalie. Um, but, but we got to be ready for what happens if those things do happen and just coping strategies and that kind of stuff. But, and also making light of it, you know, like we're just laughing about it and obviously when it happens in the game, it's painful and all that stuff. But, but again, if you can just focus on, well, you know, I'm doing the best I can and let me just go back to the fundamentals. I think that can take your mind off the, the agony you're feeling to focus on um, technique and what I can do better. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So it's kind of, it's kind of starting with the mental game almost, you know, getting them mentally prepped uh, like here's, here's the road ahead. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like going to the dentist, right? You're nervous the first time, but once you know, all right, so they scrape your teeth and brush a little bit. It's not the greatest thing, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to be okay. So you kind of get through it, you know, same thing. Okay. I'm going to give up a goal when it happens. I'm ready for it. That kind of thing. And, and sometimes like when I, you know, just start with a, a goalie, it's a real short conversation. It's like, Hey, I'm glad you're playing goalie. Now, you know, there's some bad things that can come your way. Right. And then, you know, they all know it. And I said, okay, and when those happen, we're just going to focus on fundamental stuff like that. And then as you go higher up, um, you know, with, with the level of play and the age group and stuff, you can talk more about, you know, thought stoppage and you could talk about concentration control and, and, and leading the defense. You know, all those are higher kind of level goalie things. But, but I think a, a discussion of, of just, you know, what the positives and negatives are is starting out because – and we've seen a lot of kids, you know, they get in the goal and I have a couple of friends who's – young kids, you know, eight, seven years old is playing goalie. And first thing I always say is, have they been nailed hard with a shot yet? Because they say, hey, he's, he's loving playing goalie. I, I think it comes to your camp next year. I'm like, oh, that's great. And I said, is he taking a hard shot off the leg yet? And if they say yes, then I'm real happy because it's like, oh, good. He's been through the worst. But if they say no, I'm like, well, talk to me after that. <laughs> See if I wish someone would have given me that that talk at the beginning. <laughs> I still remember very vividly my first practice when I, when I took one off the shins and I was like, you oh. know, what am I doing here? <laughs> this is right. This exactly. Is 
Exactly. Yeah. What am I doing? Right. This is supposed to be fun. This hurts. Yeah. So I think that's something. And that's why I'm a big advocate of, you know, tennis ball drills for young kids, I, I, sure. especially beginners, especially beginners, you know, and shoot, we do that. We just did uh, some tennis ball drills. I have the best goalie in the country in division three right now returning. He, he, in my opinion, he might be the best in any division. And uh, we just did tennis ball drills with him and the other two goalies just the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So then, then you sort of teach the, you know, the technique. Um, and there's so many, uh, let me put it this way. There's a, there's a lot of different styles of goalie play in terms of, you know, a high arc, a flat arc, stepping lateral, stepping out at a 45, uh, hands a little higher, hands a little, little lower. Is there a specific style of goalie play that you, uh, subscribe to, or, or do you kind of go with what, you know, what the kid has and kind of work from there? Yeah. You know, it's pretty funny. I, I got a great compliment a couple of years ago from another coach said he was at a camp and, and um, they asked him to warm up a goal, the goalies or something. And he went over and was shooting on a goalie and he said, this kid looked pretty good. And, and I said, Hey, and he said, you've been to the goalie school. And he said, Oh yeah, TGS baby. <laughs> so the coach could kind of recognize one of my guys, which I, I take as kind of a great compliment, but, but I do teach individual, you know, we don't teach just one way. Um, there's certain abs absolutes that every goalie must have. And we kind of go over that. And, you know, example is every, every goalie has to bend his knees a little bit, you know, some, some bend them more than others, depending on height and quickness and stuff. But, uh, every goalie has to keep his hands out, you know, away from his body. Um, every goalie has to stay still when the shot's being taken. So those are some of the kind of absolutes that, that we talk about. But as far as, you know, your hands, how, how close together they are and how high up and, uh, your stick is and how, how spread your legs are, you know, your stance, how wide, what kind of arc <clears throat> we teach all, all differences there. And um, as long as they adhere to the similar principles of, you know, coiled and ready to explode to the ball and attacking the ball um, and keeping your hands out and stuff like that. So I don't teach one specific style. I have, I have some things, some things that I believe are uh, make a high school goalie, middle school goalie more efficient that I, that I, and I tell the guys why and why I believe that. And then they can try it and, and stuff like that. That's the other thing we talk about <clears throat> quite a bit is trying different things at camp mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just try it and see what you like, because what works for one goalie might not be the best for another goalie. So you kind of have to form your own style a little bit, um, you know, within the parameters of, of some good technique stuff. So, Sure. So yeah, I, I teach all different and, and then I, as the levels get higher and higher, like my college goalies and stuff, it's more tweaking a little bit. Like we were working on some balance with my goalie the other day, keeping his balance with his trail leg coming through stuff like that. So it's really small, small kind of tweaks, but, but I'm definitely a firm believer, a young kid. If you, if you get those basics, they, they have to get those basics down and, you know, we're talking passing with a goalie stick and, and, and moving your feet and stepping and a good stance and, and hands up and stuff like that. You get those down and then you can just keep building on those. Yeah, absolutely. Another, I would say classic coach pilot style, at least I think you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it is really getting your head, like an emphasis on getting your head behind uh, the shot. And you've even invented a drill that a lot of us goalie coaches have, have borrowed stolen uh you know the handcuff trap, you know where where you where you um you know basically via handcuff or other mechanism attach the top of your stick to your top hand uh or to your face mask i mean and it really or sorry top hand to the face mask and it really needs emphasizes getting your head behind the shot yeah and, and i made that drill up a long time ago when i was college my first year of college i think or maybe even high school i might have done it but i did it with actual handcuffs and for me i wanted to get low you know i saw goalies the, the way i would learn a lot of stuff is watch the goalies you know and back then it was harder there was no youtube and stuff so we'd have to get films and stuff to watch watch good college games and things and so i'd watch how low the great guys got in their form and stuff and so yeah no i definitely believe that your 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 head should follow the ball you know track the ball and not as imperative on high shots as much as it is, you know, hip and lower. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the handcuff drill is, is the best drill to get guys low. Cause a lot of goalies at camp come to camp and they don't realize just how low they have to get, you know, because the ball is down there and you got to get down there and 
your stick and your body and your head and all that stuff. So, you know, keeping it six to eight inches away, your, your head, your eyes from where the ball is headed to me is just a great, you know, great form that, that is going to help these guys. And it also gives you good balance too. You can't just throw your leg out like a hockey goalie. You know, you have to step, uh, you know, if it's on your left side, step with your left foot and trail with the right foot. And, and that's going to get your whole body down low. So it also eliminates what I've seen as a bad habit on some kids over the last few years is the, the shot comes low and they kind of flick it up in the air. And I don't know really where that comes from, but if you do the handcuff drill, you really can't do that. It makes you stay low. And what I always say, the shot's low, you're low until you have control of the shot. You know, the shot's high, you stay high until you have control of the shot. So you don't start low and kind of bounce up in the air. Um, you stay low and, and the handcuff drill will definitely, uh, definitely make you do that. So no, I love that drill. I love that, uh, people have used it and got a lot out of it. And, uh, yeah, I put that on my first video. Cause to me, that's the, the best single best drill a goalie can do for, for getting low. Yeah. Let's stick with that theme of drills a little bit. What, what are some of your other, I know you've, like I said, in, invented, or, you know, at least maybe not invented, but, but at least taught me a lot of the drills that I use today. What are some of your other favorite, uh, drills for training goalies? Yes. And some, and some I modified, took from other things and coaches and some I kind of made it myself and I mean one drill that we don't do a lot at uh at camp only because well once I explain it you'll kind of see why and this is a drill I made up myself years ago when I was in seventh grade or so and I used to play a lot of wall ball at school right right next to my house which was great so I'd go and play wall ball all the time and I wanted to work on being aggressive kind of stepping and and catching the ball in a short hop thing so the, there was the wall and there was a grate, a metal grate right next to the wall. So it was perfect. I would stand there and bounce the ball off the wall. It would hit the metal grate. And when it hit the grate, it, the ball would go left, the ball would mm. go right. The ball would go all different ways. So if I didn't step, you know, I'd get nailed or it would go past me or whatever. So I modified that drill a little bit and I would put things in front of me. Like you could lay a stick down, you know, you could lay some rocks down or something like that. Anything just to make the ball kind of bounce. Uh, funny, strange, and then years later, I, I found these these uh, reaction balls, yeah. which nobody was using those for goalies till I found those in some catalog or something. So I I started buying them for my camp, and it was funny to me how it spread like crazy. Everybody had these things, and um, but that that simulated the exact same thing as that great that I that I came up with. So I really like the the reaction balls, um, especially indoors for footwork and stepping and you know kind of aggressive play. So that's a drill that I like quite a bit. And, and then a few years ago, I don't know how many uh, years ago, my good friend, Eddie Nicole, um, he's a goalie coach uh, at Montclair high school and he played goalie in high school. And he came up with this crazy mask thing that you, um, that limits your vision and you put it on. And he told me about it. And I said, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll check it out. Cause I'll always look at different drills and stuff. And, and then I, you know, put a helmet on and tried it out myself. And it, I thought it was awesome it just makes you focus on the ball. You can't see anything to the sides and no peripheral vision. So you really got to focus on the ball. So that's, that's a drill I really like to do. Um, again, if a goalie's head is not following the shot, I think that's a, that's a super drill. And another one I came up with a few years ago that, that I think is really good. And I've seen people starting to take this one now too, is the long shaft training. You just use a defensive shaft and, play a real shallow or flat arc and you just shoot. So a lot of times we'll use tennis balls and stuff and, and this will make sure the goalies keep their hands out because if your hands are in too tight or, or if your lower hand retracts kind of on your hip or behind you, your the shaft is going to hit the post or it's going to hit the net. And if you have a goalie that needs to see and feel what it's like to have his hands out, that's my top drill, top drill for that. We do that at camp all the time. So those are some of my favorites, but yeah, if you have any any air you want uh, to work on, just just let me know and I'll give you a drill that I like. There you go. Yeah, I, I love that defensive stick one. It it really helps uh, on the off stick, you know, hip shots and off oh, stick yeah. to keep to stay square to the ball too. Because if you you know a lot of go- goalies turn their hips, turn their shoulders, uh, and that long stick yes. can go right into the into the net. Exactly. Yeah. No, I was thinking of a way. I had another idea. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about it because I still might have invented it at some point, but it was another way to make guys keep their hands out, but 
but this was much better and it was easier. I didn't have to change and invent anything. You know, I'm always looking for drills that, that, that are people can do on their own without any real special, you know, apparatus and stuff. Cause, cause then they're going to more apt to do them. If you got to go buy something or, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting into the manufacturing business and stuff like that. So anything they can figure out to do on their own is, is the best. Yeah. Another one I learned from you, um, that I love is, uh, I mean, it's called the glide, but the glides this product. I mean, it, you can, sort of replicate it just by putting a shaft down, but just something in between right. the goalie's feet so that they have to pick up their feet and not drag their back foot um, when making that save. And I really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's good too. Right. And I used to do that with just a stick as well. And then, and then um, they came out with that product and the, the guy who originated that called me about it and asked if I would use it and stuff like that. So I started using it at the camps a little bit and, and before that, we would just lay a stick down, you know, between the goalie's legs. And another drill we used to do too is, um, if you have a, a goalie who's not stepping, you know, towards the ball, not moving his feet like he should, we would lay a stick in front of the goalie, in, um, and we do it uh, parallel to the goal line. So it would mm-hmm. go parallel to the goal line, and then the idea is you shoot the ball, and the goalie steps and kicks it with his foot, like so he physically sees his foot hitting that stick you know you could do the same with a line but you just lay an extra stick down and he's kicking it so that's similar to the glide uh, although it doesn't make you lift your feet up which the glide does it makes you step forward so i like that drill with younger kids too and then sometimes if i have a kid who's not stepping you know to the ball not being aggressive attacking i'll stand right behind him and and have the coach shoot i push him as soon as the shot comes, I just push him in his back and say, this is what you want to do. You want to attack, attack, attack. And, and uh, that, that kind of gets the point across of, of the kind of lean that you need, you know, in your stance, that forward lean and then moving forward to the ball. So I've done that quite a bit. That's great. Well, coach, if you, if you invent any more revolutionary drills, I, I'd like to be the first to know how, how's that. yeah i'm I'm working on well i got some new stuff for my camp you might like i have um well i have two things that are that are new uh one is uh, it's called the pro angle and a good friend of mine called me from minnesota uh a guy i'd never met and he works with hockey goalies and he said he had this thing called the the goalie's best friend pro angle basically it's the old kind of bungee cords in the on the pipes thing if you've seen that and mm-hmm. and he's got this great device that has like uh i don't know if you call it pulleys i don't know what you call it but it's got the string that comes out and you you um for hockey goalies he uses four points for lacrosse um he just uses two which i thought was a good idea and, and then it, it shows the goalies the angle you know it makes a triangle with the comes to a point at your at your offensive stick and you walk around and show the goalies the angle so i've used that at a couple of my summer camps last summer and I used it this winter at my, at my camp in Florida and I'm going to use it this summer and it's really good um, for, for angles. The other thing is uh, I I was, I was watching these for a couple of years. They're so expensive and I was kind of hoping they would come down in price, but they have these um, uh, glasses that flash light on and off. Yeah. It's not a strobe light. It's really, it, it, it takes away the light. So, you can see, then you can't see. And, and the glasses that I went with are synaptic strobe, it's called. And I've used those at my, um, my winter camp was the first time I'm going to be using them this summer at the goalie school. And, and they're really great for concentrating and for visual training and training your mind to, to focus on the ball. You can only see glimpses of it depending on what speed you put those on. And then when you take them off, I mean, the, the ball looks like slow motion. Yeah, I had so, a I had a hand eye coordination specialist on the podcast uh, episode twenty two, and he talked a lot about uh-huh. those. He talked a lot about those, and it's like introducing this visual stimuli that that you have to deal with when taking shots, and then when you take yep. it away, like all of a sudden, it's just it's a lot easier because you have no yes. light. You ha- your <laughs> half of your eyes not covered. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I might have to listen to that. I didn't listen to that one yet. I listened to some of the others. I might have to maybe pick up some drills, but because they have drills with it and stuff. And I really like it. And that's higher level stuff. But we right. did it with all the goalies and even some of the beginner guys really liked it. And the amazing thing to me is that I've learned already, and I've only done it with probably 100 goalies so far, is um, how some 
some goalies, some kids are so good at it right off the bat and some are not. So it shows me that there's some um, innate things that, that people can do and some that need to be trained. So it just shows that you can train that too, because the kids also got better at it. The more we did it, it when they first started, they couldn't catch the ball, you know, it hit mm-hmm. off their hands or they'd swipe at it. And then after about five minutes, they were catching, catching the ball. So now I'm excited about that this summer at the goalie school to, to do that. And, and my goalie at Roanoke used them. He loves them. Um, so it's pretty cool. So I'm always looking for things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What about the physical uh, side of playing goalie what what sort of you know exercises do you do you recommend your goalies uh, go through well we do a lot and talk a lot about you know um, foot quickness you know stuff like that because you know you've seen the goalies that need to work on that you know whether it's jump rope or ladder work or cones or any of those things we do drills you know for all that stuff shuffles and even just movement in the goal so we do a lot of that and I think that's really big. And, and then, you know, as the kids get older nowadays, especially they got to get in the weight room some, and, you know, for goalies, it's, you know, the legs have to be strong, you know, the quads and hamstrings um, have to be strong because you're in that stance, you know, for, for a decent amount of time and you're exploding to the ball and stuff like that. So I think a lot of coaches and younger goalies don't really realize or think about just how strong your legs have to be. And, um, the kind of condition that, that you need to be a goal is a little different. Same thing with the upper body. You know, you don't need to be a big, big hulking guy, although there's some goalies that are very good that are big and some that are skinny that are good. So, but you need strength, you know, to hold your stick up. And I think wrist strength is big, you know, for cradling the goalie stick and, and making saves and stuff like that. So definitely staying in shape is a, is a big thing. And, um, but I can't emphasize enough the, the legs um, mm-hmm. that goalies need that that short burst of explosion stuff. Yep, totally agree. Uh, how about a how about for a kid that's going through a slump? Um, you know, had the confidence, lost it, uh, and and is looking to get back on track. What what is your advice to that to that goalie? Yeah, you know, and that's really tough. You know, and that and that's and that's another thing like you know, goalies have that most other positions don't kind of have, like you never hear of a defenseman. Oh, he's in a slump. You know, <laughs> you, know, you just right. don't use that talk, you know? Right. So not, not only do we get nailed with shots and, and feel bad, we give up goals. We also go in slump. So it's kind of goalie kind of sucks. I think so. <laughs> we definitely got to <laughs> oh, work not on all it. Bad, coach. But, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, the slump thing to me, all, all that stuff. And, and, you know, and I, and I was in them when I played, you know, get in a funk or whatever you not, not have two bad games or something to me it goes back to um training and repetition because that's going to breed confidence and you know that's kind of what we're talking about in a slump you've kind of lost your confidence a little bit so what i would always tell guys just go back to your training you know believe in yourself that, that you'll be fine and don't overthink it you know don't and i always talk to guys too you know um we talk about this at camp, like goalies that say, well, if I make the first save, then I'm going to have a great game. Well, we, I tell guys, wipe that out of your mind. Don't even think like that because we can't control the first shot. So don't worry about that stuff. If you make the save, great. If you don't, you'll still be okay. And same thing with the slump. Just go back to your training, you know, get some warm ups, and, and sometimes too, you know, take a break you know, play tennis, play ping pong or something, uh, you know, don't keep thinking about being a better goalie. Just, just have some fun and just try to relax and, and breathe and, and go back into it. So that, that would be my advice to, to get somebody back on the right track. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, what about when it comes to leadership, you know, obviously goalies should be leaders of the team. They're leaders of the defense. I, I think the best lacrosse teams have goalies who are leaders. How do you coach a kid to be a young goalie, to be a leader? Yeah. And you know, and, that, and that's tough in all, um, just being a leader in general, I think is getting a little harder for this generation of kids with the phones and the computers and not as much social interaction and things. So I think that's, that's getting a little harder. So we work on that a little bit as well. And, you know, and it's so, to me, it's such a natural flow because first of all, every goal is, you know, going to tell the position of the ball, you know, left front, center front, all that stuff. And then what we tell the guys is that you also have to be 
a coach on the fields, which means you need to know all the defenses. You need to know the slides. And, and I always um, equated to like a quarterback. I said, you guys, you guys don't play football. You might not even know, but you know, a quarterback when he's up there, he knows every play obviously, but he also knows the blocking assignments of those linemen, you know, so he'll make adjustments and that, and he knows every nuance of, of what's going on. It's not just passing the ball. So for us goalies, we need to know that, what the coach wants in the defense and where the strengths are and all that stuff. And, you know, once you start to be a student of that, then you want to help people because it's ultimately going to help you. So you, you slowly become a leader just through your knowledge of what's going on. So, you know, as an example, okay, we're in the red defense. I know that that's a crease slide. So, okay, guys, center front, Joey, you're the crease guy. You got the, the one slide. So right away, I'm leading the defense and I'm doing it through knowledge base. So we talk a lot about it's not bossing people around. It's basically um, disseminating the knowledge from the coach, from the game plan to the guys. And if you do that, you're going to be a leader. And and then we talk about, you know, tone of voice a little bit that it needs to change and vary a little bit. And it's okay to get excited. You know, the ball's loose in the crease. You want blah, 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 blah. You want to get everybody to know the ball's down ball down and you know when you have the ball for a clear you yell clear or break nice and loud so everybody hears you mm-hmm. um stuff like that so i think that the knowledge base will grow into the into the leadership role and and just like there's different styles of goal you know there's different leadership styles some are fiery and some are more intellectual and um but but every goalie has to be uh help lead the defense for sure yeah, that's a great point about different styles of of leadership. I had um uh Kyle Burnlor on the show recently and he was saying that you know he's more he he's not like a loud guy. Um yeah. but you know when he speaks like people know it's important. So you know, you could, yeah. you, could you could be the loud boisterous character or you could be, you know, someone who's not as uh talkative, but when you speak it carries weight. And the other great point is, um, you know, just being a lax rat, you know, like absorbing as much lacrosse as you can, playing as much as you can with that experience, you start to understand, you know, what your own defense needs to do, what, what the opposing offense is trying to do out of this set. Um, you know, what the body language looks like of somebody who's going to drive versus someone who's going to pass. So, so you, you just understand more about the game. And then with the goalie's unique angle on the field, always facing the ball, uh, you can start to communicate that to your team. And, and to me, that's, you know, that's leadership. Yeah, absolutely. And it gets start small, you know, when you're a younger kid, you start, I mean, you start with just saying where the ball is, you know, you might not know about the defenses as much. Now you can start to learn them, but if you just start with ball position and, you know, a check call when it's thrown inside and a break call, when you get the ball, you're already leading, you know, and then as you gain more knowledge, you know, like on the clear, like, Hey, Jimmy, go to your right. You know, you're open or whatever you can uh, just expand on that leadership. And it, to me, it's just so natural. It's just such a natural progression. But as you said, you're, you're in the best vantage point to see, and you're not running around so you can see and talk. And to me, it's always funny. Like I played hockey goalie as well and way back in high school and, and the, the hockey goalies do talk, but not very much. So it's kind of weird. So to me, I was kind of a verbal hockey goalie, you know, once I learned what the heck was going on to tell guys what to do. And, but if every once in a while you hear the pro goalies in hockey, they will say stuff, but it's, it's interesting to me that they don't talk as much because they're in the same boat as we are. They're, they're kind of still and kind of focused. Um, I think they could talk a little bit more, but maybe, maybe it's not as necessary. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, n- I never played hockey goalie. I'm not sure, but it's maybe it's just such a fast-moving sport that you know it's it's I don't know. Yeah, it's it's different because the um you know in lacrosse as a defender you're always in between your man and the goal. You know those kind of concepts in hockey that's not always the case. So right, you're not really one on one. Okay, you don't tell people square up and push them out stuff like that. It's not that's not necessary. It's kind of understood that's what they do. Um, but they talk more hockey goalies. Talk when the puck's in the corner, like they'll tell guys to, to knock it around or, or keep mm-hmm. it moving forward or, yeah. you know, man on your back. So there are more eyes that the defenders don't have. So it's a little different. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What about some, um, just some common bad habits? I mean, you, you've coached so many goalies 
is there anything that just, ah, that, you know, you see and you're like, ah, I can't believe I'm seeing this again uh, when you're (laughs) coaching those young goalies. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, themes, you know, that go through the one is the hands too close, you know, or stepping into your hands, the shot comes and the goalie's hands go against their chest or against their stomach or whatever. So we, we kind of work a lot on keeping your hands out, you know, your starting position, your hands are out and your ending position, your hands are out so you can control rebounds and stuff like that. So that's, that's a big one. The other one is um, a lot of footwork. We see a lot of, of lack of footwork where they're just stabbing at the ball with their stick and they're not stepping. And we always break it down into, you know, let's just start with left side, right side. And, uh, you know, we say, okay, we're going to shoot five shots to your left foot. So lead with your left trail with your right. Then we're going to do five to the right foot and, do the same thing. So you just break it down and start kind of slow, but that footwork is, is real big. And, and we work on that quite a bit. And those are probably two of the main ones, the footwork that needs work. And, and then the, the hands out, especially, you know, on that off hip shot where guys turn to the side and kind of throw their leg out. I mean, that's basically what a hockey goalie does. So I talk about that a lot. Um, Hockey goalies step lateral only because first of all, they're on skates and, that's the way your skate's going to go. You can't step 45 degrees with skates right. on. Right. And, and the other thing is a hockey goalie has huge leg pads. So they can throw their leg at the puck where we can't, you know, we got, that's our skinniest point pretty much down there at those shins. Yeah. And that's why we, we have to step and trail. We have to step and if you can, you know, there's sometimes you can't, sometimes a guy catches it at, at eight yards and shoots it. You don't have time to step and trail. You, you do throw the leg out there. Um, but we also have our stick that we can throw too. Whereas a hockey goalie, you know, they don't reach down with their glove. You know, let's say you have a glove on your left hand. Somebody shoots at just above your foot in hockey, you're throwing your leg pad and that's it. For us, we're going to throw our leg out and we're going to go with our stick. So there's a big difference. So we talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting point about, um, that you make about, uh, you know, we, we coach a certain way and, and coach the fundamentals of making a save, but sometimes you just got to do what it takes to make a save. And most of the time the, that is following the fundamentals. But I mean, I remember I was playing in a game like after college and, and this kid I was coaching was watching me. He's like, what, what, why do you like end up on your butt sometimes on the low saves? Like I've, I've never seen you coach that. And you're like, you're right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just like, I, I don't know, it's it just habit or something I, I felt like I needed to do in that particular moment to make that save, but it's not, it's definitely not something I coach. Yeah, no. And that happens. And that definitely happens, you know, and I, we talk about that a little bit too. And, and, and there's, there's sometimes you just got to do what you got to do because kids will ask me, you know, you know, if I come, it's, you know, six yards away and he shoots to that lower corner. What do I, I'm like, you do whatever you got to do to get the ball. We, you know, at camp, sometimes we have a station of kick saves station, you know, where I just do a, a drill where they just make a few kick saves, left leg, right leg. And I'll say to the goalies, I'm like, look, you might make one kick save a whole season, but why don't we practice it now? Because that save might be in overtime. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, practice some of those things and, my goalie at Roanoke right now, Ian Davies, who, like I said, I think he might be the best goalie in the country, is so quick that he does things that are are not form at all, but he's just so quick that he can make the save, whereas most of us, you know, myself included, not as quick as him, and, and I'd have to rely on more form. So kind of just depends, but, yeah, when, when, when that shot's coming, I mean, if you don't have time to, okay, step with my left foot, trail with my right foot, Instead, you just throw that leg out and you throw your stick out and you, it hits off you and you fall on your butt. That's, that's a save and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. Any um, coaches outside of lacrosse or maybe even inside lacrosse um, that you like, that you've learned, that you've pulled specific lessons from as you, as you coach goalies and coach the kids at, at, at Roanoke? Um, you know, I, I go back to... Coach Dean Whitty back at Montclair High School really taught me some great drills to do for goalies and, you know, really worked me hard and was really big on the fundamentals. So that's probably where I got that. And I believe in that stuff. And um, there's a lot of good coaches out there and there's a lot of good goalies out there. So for me, I, I kind of, uh, I'll watch the goalies more than the coaches and kind of see what they do and, 
And it's funny. I see things that I could, I think I could change and make them better. Some of these goalies and stuff like that, but everybody's a little different. So it's until you really work with them, it's, it's hard to tell what, what's going to make them better. And sometimes you got to just leave, leave it alone. But no, there's not, no, nothing in particular. And I've looked at some of the stuff online too. There's a lot of good resources online, little videos and little snapshots that people have done. And, and a lot of those are really good. I mean, it's, you know, for these goalies nowadays, there's lots of good info out there that, that didn't used to be there. So I think that's, that's a great thing. Yeah, that's great. Let, let me ask you this. Do you think, you know, that with the, the way the game is changing just in terms of, you know, the advancements, like people are shooting harder than ever these days, do you, do you see the goalie position changing or, or, or do you think the fundamentals are, are, are the fundamentals and it's, and it's going to continue to be that way? Um, I I really think the fundamentals are the fundamentals and uh, there's nothing new under the sun. Really. The goal is still six feet by six feet. You know, the crease is still the same and whether it's a dive or not, doesn't really matter. Um, I, I think being a goalie is way harder now than it was when I played for sure with the sticks and the speed. And I mean, I think it's way, way more difficult. So in my opinion, if it gets more difficult then you have to go back on your training and you have to just work that much harder. And you also have to have tougher skin because, you know, there's, there's, there's shots that nobody's going to save. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, we think we should save every shot, but it's with these offset heads and, and all this stuff, it's, it's incredible what these guys can do. Um, so no, I don't, I don't think it's changed. I don't think, you know, people come up with different things. And um, to me, it'll always go back to the mean of, of the good fundamentals of, you know, footwork and hand speed and, and that kind of stuff. So I don't think there's going to be any new unbelievable things, strategies, the stance, you know, is still the same as it's always been. Um, pipe play has changed a little bit over the years, I think for the better uh, that, that kids pretty much play on the pipes the same way they play center front, which I think is a good change in the old days that wasn't really taught. So I think that's one of the bigger changes in the last 20 years. But I think uh, most of the old tried and true methods are still still pretty accurate. And what was the, the old? The, the uh, high arc is. Just to quickly oh, interrupt, what, what was the old method taught on the pipe? Just to like stand up straight, kind of like a wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the pipe, the goalies used to be taught to be stiff, and and I understand that because if someone truly has no angle, you know that's kind of what you want to do. Just kind of get hit with the ball, yeah. but what we teach now is, you know, if I'm on the right pipe, if my right foot is on the pipe, I don't have to have my hip on the pipe, my shoulder on the pipe, my head on the pipe. I just know it's there. And if he does try to shoot back to that, you know, three inch spot, I can gobble it up. Right. So I think that's what people teach, teach a little bit more nowadays. I think that's, that's more effective, especially because nowadays those guys can, in a in a blink of an eye, increase their angle just by moving their stick. Um, so you go from no angle where in the old days, goalies would stand tall on the pipe to all of a sudden he, he switches hands and he's got a, a much better angle. Right. So yeah. no, I think that's kind of gone away. Yep. Uh, I agree. I tend to agree with you. I think that the fundamentals are the fundamentals and I think we just got to grow some thicker skin as, uh, <laughs> as safe percentages gradually decline, uh, due to, you know, yeah guys shooting harder, more accurate, and just all the advances. The dive is now going to increase a decrease save percentage even more because that's a extremely difficult play to defend from a from a goalie standpoint. So Yeah, that's for sure. That'll be interesting to see. And I, I told a couple other coaches, I honestly believe and we'll see at the end of the year, I believe that in college, um save percentages are going to go up this year. And the reason I believe this is true is because people are going to be taking crappy shots that they didn't take in the past because of the shot clock. Yeah, that's a good point. So I think save percentages are going to increase because I, I don't even know what they've been the last few years, but I know they've been going down, especially at Division One. But I think they're going to go back up because, you know, the people are going to take a desperation shot off balance or right. from outside the box or whatever it is, depending on the, the strategy. So we'll see. We'll have to watch and see. Well, great. I'm really looking forward to the season uh, myself. Um, I know you got to run to practice. We could probably talk for hours about this. Uh, any anything you feel like we missed, or you think we covered it all? Uh, we covered we covered a good amount, but there's always always stuff out there. So it's just uh, 
fascinating to me. And after all these years of coaching, I still love it and still looking for ways to, to make goalies better. Um, and it's just a great, a great, uh, position to play. And I, you know, I think for anybody that's playing the position, you're at the, the best time there's ever been to learn and, and find coaches that can help you and, and, you know, come up with drills of your own. I always tell my goalies at camp, if you, if you come up with a good drill, let me know. I'd love to borrow it from you. And I try to give credit, you know, like I always credit to Eddie Nicole for the goalie masks and people that have showed me drills. I try to give credit. So anybody comes up with something new that they think is cool. Let me know. I'd love to uh, learn about it. Absolutely. Coach Pilot, thank you so much for coming on the show. If, um, if, uh, people want to learn a little bit more about you, about what you got going on, where, where should they go? Yeah, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to hear from any of the goalies out there. And if they want to uh, come to the goalie school, I have uh, camps all over the country in the summer. I'm going from California to Texas, to uh, Indiana, to Roanoke, Virginia, and New York, Pennsylvania, all over. So I'd love to uh, work with the goalies and basically just go to uh, www.goalieschool.org. And you can find out all about my offerings and my videos. And um, you can email me from there if you want to ask me a question, whatever. Love to hear from you. And uh, love to see you guys at the camps in the summer. Camps are already starting to fill up. So it's it's been great. And I get to see a lot of goalies come over and over. And then we get some, some first-time goalies as well. And one thing that's really great at the camps, too, is um, the goalies don't know anybody when they get to camp. But you know, there's 50 or 60 goalies there. So we all kind of speak the same language. So it's, it's kind of cool to have all those goalies in one spot, you know, talking at dinner and, and hanging around at night, talking about goalie stuff. So it, not only do they learn great things, they get to meet some other goalies. So it's, it's really fun. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I'll link up to that when this comes out. Coach, thank you so much. Damon, thanks for having me, buddy. All right. Take care. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Coach Bill Pilot. He's doing some amazing things with his camp and coaching at Roanoke, uh, where he's done so for, geez, well over 20 years, perhaps even 25 years. Many of you out there have probably attended one of Coach Pilot's camps and learned quite a bit. I know as I was learning the position, he taught me a lot in terms of different drills to do and different things to think about. So I am very grateful for that and very grateful for the time he spent talking lacrosse goalie with me. That's it for this week. Hope you guys are having a good season. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Let me know. Damon at laxgoalierat.com. Laxgoalierat on Twitter. Laxgoalierat on Facebook, Instagram. Laxgoalierat everywhere. Lax Goalie Rat for life. Take care. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson.